welcome to Conversations with Dr. Harriet and our special guest, Pastor Juliet Davis. Hello, how are you? Hello, hello. It is such a pleasure to be with you. You, you have uh, always have a way of connecting with your audience and reaching people with real messages. So it's always a pleasure to be on the show with you. Well, for those couple of people, those maybe two or three people who may not know who Pastor Juliet Davis is across this world, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. I am a native of Washington, D.C. Uh, I have um, uh, been traveling for a number of years, but, but most recently I reside in the Richmond, Virginia area. I am a graduate of North Carolina A&T State University. Yes. All of the HBCUs. Um, my background um, professionally is in communications and public relations, um, but I've also been in ministry for the last 30 plus years. And uh, most recently in the last six years, my husband and I pastor Destiny Empowerment Ministries, which is located in the suburb of Richmond, Virginia. And uh, we have a beautiful daughter together, Jillian, uh, who um, is hmm, 23 now. My goodness. So she, <laughs> um, she is she is into adulthood, adulting and all of that good stuff. But she is a, a business owner in her own right and is doing some great things uh, for the kingdom as well. That is so awesome. Awesome, awesome. So I have on there, as they could see on the ticker, all your contact information. We're asking everybody to make sure to reach out to you, to follow you on all your pages and all that good stuff. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Our topic for today is the power of gratitude. The power of gratitude. And I want you to, first of all, I'll let you explain what the power of gratitude is, and then we'll go ahead and talk about it some more. Sure, sure. So the, the, let me say this, Harry. Well, how I got to this topic is that um, probably for the last year and several months, as a nation, um, we have been going through uh, any number of challenges. And people are dealing with the pandemic. They're dealing with the loss of loved ones. They're dealing with the change in our economy. They're dealing with social unrest and how all of that, on top of everything else that they may have already been going through, right, is compounded. And, and I realized that um, one of the things that kind of keeps us anchored, if you will, is gratitude. And so I began to research this and discovered that there is power in having an attitude of gratitude or there is power in gratitude. So what is gratitude? Gratitude is a state of being thankful. It is a state of recognizing not that everything is perfect and everything is lining up the way you absolutely want it to, but you are able with that um, measure of gratitude to look at your surroundings and determine that there's still some things for which I can be thankful. Now, of course, because I am a pastor and because of my faith uh, tradition, I believe that you have some things that you most definitely can thank God for. And that in having that state of mind, um, there is some, some benefits that come with having an attitude of gratitude. And I'm not just talking about um, positive thinking or the power of positive thinking. I'm talking about some stuff that will really change your perspective. And so we're going to talk about that today. What is the power of gratitude? I love that. Well, you know, I remember that um, on Oprah, 
for those of us who were Oprah fans and still Oprah fans. But um, I remember they had a guest on and I never had even thought about being grateful or even having a grateful journal or writing down anything about being grateful. We just, I mean, growing up, I grew up in church. And so we just always were just taught to be grateful. Be grateful that you have that orange for in that bag for Christmas. <laughs> you may yes. not have a lot of toys, but be glad that you got that little fruit bag and nuts for Christmas and a little doll. So just be grateful. And so because somebody else doesn't have what you have. So that's what we were just grown up to be, just feel grateful for everything. But as you know, like I said, once uh, Oprah did the the session on being grateful and keeping a grateful journal, it just actually did bring it back to just mm -hmm. reality. Wow, you know, just the thought of every day. We walk out of the house and we're able to really walk out of your mm -hmm. house, able to get in your car. Right. You know, you're able to drive, you're able to see, you're able to feel the sun, you're able to, if you're going to the grocery store, you have money to go to the grocery store, just being mm -hmm. grateful for every ounce of everything. So tell us today, for those of you, those of the people who may be listening, who don't really know how great they should be grateful. Tell them a little bit about, you know, what they should be doing right now or, or how you feel they should be doing. Well, the, the first thing that I was going to say, you actually hit upon it. And that is to consider or count your blessings. Most of us grew up with that uh, kind of saying in the back of our head, count your many blessings. I think it's a song, name them one by one, count the many blessings, see what God has done. And I believe that there is actually some merit to counting your blessings. Many of the things that we have to be thankful for, we have grown so accustomed and so familiar with those things that we just pass them by on our day-to-day -day lives and our focus is shifted on something else that we don't take inventory of the things we have to be thankful for. So that, that first step is really to consider or to count your blessings. And I don't mean the big things, you know, because sometimes we have a, a way of quantifying the blessing. But I really want you to think down to the minute level of what you have to be thankful for, because here's what I do know that what you might consider to be a small thing or an insignificant thing is a huge thing to someone else. Many of the things that you listed a few moments ago when you talked about getting up to walk and having you know, a reasonable portion of your health and strength and going to the store to buy something because you have some money to buy. You may not have all the money that you like and you may not be able to buy everything that you want, but there is some level in which you are able to purchase something and for that, you ought to be thankful. And so starting with that really does help us to begin to assess what all we have been blessed with. I am convinced that especially during this pandemic that things have slowed down for us because we needed to take inventory of the blessings that we had, the things that um, we took for granted, um, the life that we took for granted. Now we're in a place where we need to say, you know what, I may not um, get along with that loved one the way that I like, or I may not uh, feel as though, you know, we're always on the same page, you know, as we say, but I am grateful that they were born. I'm thankful that I have them as a family member or a coworker or uh, a colleague of some sort, and really just begin to take inventory, not just of your life, 
but also of your relationships. Uh, a movie that comes to mind uh, as we're talking about this, Harriet, is the, the movie um, with, um, gosh, uh, I can see his face now. Um, um, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh, and yes. In the movie, he was about to commit suicide and really regrets the day he was born. And this angel shows up and begins to show him his life. And when he recognized all of the people that he had an impact on and the people who he was able to help in some small way and, and in the movie in some large way, he recognized, wait a minute, I have a lot to be thankful for. I was instrumental in doing these things. And if I were not born, if I were not here, if I were not in that place at that time, these things would not have happened and these people's lives would have been impacted in a very adverse way. And so, so counting your blessings in terms of the things that you have, but also in terms of the relationship, because blessings are not just tangible things. That's another, uh, um, pitfall that we've you know gotten trapped in over the years is that we think he who wins the most toys or has the most toys wins and the truth is you can't take any of that with you so there's some blessings that you need to count that have nothing to do with material things and that is the stuff that we need to focus on especially now in this season that's right. You know what? And even in our marriages, uh, Pastor Juliet, we were um, just being grateful even for little things. You know, mm -hmm. we talk about, uh, well, you know, our mate may not be doing everything perfect. Like we talk, what is it, the 80-20 rule that they mm -hmm. have? Mm -hmm. They may not be doing everything. So we need to be grateful for that 80% even though the 20% drives us crazy, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> because, you know, there are a lot of people who don't even have that 80%. You know, mine may not be doing everything that yours is doing, but then mm -hmm. mine is doing some things, you know, vice versa. So we just need to be grateful. And we need to tell our, I think we need to tell our spouses and our kids, you know, and our coworkers mm -hmm. and you know, people that we're around, share that with them, that you are grateful that they are in your life and even grateful of what they bring to your life. Oh, yeah. The person may not even know how special they are. Just like mm -hmm. you may be the person that the person that you see as soon as you walk in the door at work, that may be the guard or the receptionist or whatever. And they always have a wonderful smile on their face. Mm -hmm. And it is you may not have felt the best when you came to work, but when you came in, you saw that person to be even a greeter at church or whatever. And just but to let them know. I think if you let them know that how special that is, that when I see your face, it just makes me feel so much better. And I'm grateful to have you in my life. I'm grateful to see you every day. You don't know what that could do for that person. Right. You know, the person who brings you coffee or who makes the coffee for the break room. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how many people are on their job still and how they're doing with COVID. But, you know, there is usually a person that does that, mm -hmm. you know. So just letting people know that how grateful they are, you know, for you, for the things that they bring to your life. I think that's important, too. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, you know, if you think about it, the people who are most grateful are the ones who you are more inclined to be a blessing to. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, as a parent, I mean, you can think about it. When you give the child that is always grateful and always thankful for the things that you've given them, then, you know, in your mind, you're like, wow, that was that was such a great experience. I'm going to give them something else. But the child that's ungrateful, whoo, that child, you find you are less inclined to give them anything. Why? Because they don't show gratitude for the things that they have been given. And, and again, back to the, the, the faith um, platform, you know, when you are thankful to God, he says, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of Christ Jesus concerning you, that you are to give thanks in everything. Does that mean everything is wonderful? You know, I, I keep saying that because I think sometimes people want to dismiss it by saying, well, I don't have anything to be thankful for or my life isn't going the way I would like. Yes, but in that situation, there is a reason to give thanks. And if you could find your way to that, then guess what? You will be able to see that this is something that really changes me on the inside. Like your disposition when you get up in the morning is different when you are grateful than somebody who wakes up with a chip on their shoulders complaining about everything that's not right in their lives. Your ability to to handle the capacity of a day, whatever the day holds, is so much greater when you are grateful than when you're not. That's so true. And even, I mean, all of us have something to be grateful for that we did wake up. We did did open our eyes. How many people didn't open their eyes up? We went to sleep and never woke up, you know? So that's grateful. I know every day, probably, I think every day since COVID, I had, that's the first thing I do is whenever I start my prayers, I mean, before anything, that I'm so grateful that God has covered my family. Mm, you know, mm. with COVID, from COVID. And so I pray that every day that even just sometimes during the day, it may not be a full prayer or whatever that I'm not, you know, getting on my knees and, mm-hmm. and crying out to God mm-hmm. or whatever. But I am saying that, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so grateful that you have protected my family when I see what's going on in India and I see what's going on around the world and the people who are suffering, then, you know, it's, to me, I'm like, thank you, Lord. I thank you that I'm grateful. I'm thank you. I thank you that I was able to, you know, be very fast on getting my vaccination. I'm thankful for, you know, that I went to the grocery store and I came back out without COVID, you know, mm-hmm. that I was. So I just think about that. that's something that all of us should be grateful for. And even those you know who have lost somebody during this time, you know, that. You know, you, of course, you miss them and you're sad that you miss them, but then you're grateful for the life that you had with that person. Wow. I'm grateful for the time that I was able to spend with that person, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm grateful for the laughs and I'm grateful. And I, you know, so instead of thinking about all the sad things of missing Mm -hmm. them, you know, just being, turn it around to be grateful for the time and just think of the great memories. I know when I lost my mom, that's what I would always tell people that I think about all the funny stuff. Mm-hmm. She was, she was a comedian, didn't know she was a comedian. She was a <laughs> church a missionary, everything, mm-hmm. but she didn't know she was a comedian. She was hilarious. So I always think about little funny stuff that she did. Mm-hmm. Anytime I get sad and I'm grateful that I have those memories. A lot of people may not have those memories. Right. Well, again, I think turning around different situations that, Oh, I don't have anything to be grateful for. Uh, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, you do. Always. 
think of something. And, and like I said, even if it's just, I'm able to wiggle my fingers. Mm -hmm. you know? right. <laughs> I'm I mean, able to, to mm -hmm. put my own makeup on. I'm able to go to the bathroom by myself. Mm -hmm. Nobody has to take me to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's so much to be grateful for. And I think that if we get that in our, our mind and then, you know, just every day, and it, it's going to make your life brighter. Oh, you're absolutely. Out more. You're going to feel better, which it, it then turns around and makes your health better because you have a better, you know, outlook on life. What do you say about that? I, I have a couple things. One is, is that it reminds me of the fact that we see with our mind, but through our eyes. So our eyes are like cameras. They basically just convey the image to our brain. But our brain's is job is to interpret those images. And so that's why people who um, have bulimia and other eating disorders, when they look in the mirror, they see something different than what we see. They see themselves fat, even though we see you know, them very thin. Why? Because it's in their mind that is interpreting the image that they see. So when you talk about having uh, gratitude and the power of gratitude, what you see will determine what how you interpret that. So I may look at a glass and then it may be half empty. You may look at a glass and say, oh, wow, it's half full, right? It's all based upon what? Your mind. So that's why um, Romans 12, one of my favorite scriptures, that says, uh, be not conformed, but be you what? Transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. And sometimes, here's, here's what I want your, your viewers to, to take. Uh, hold of today. Sometimes life circumstances have a way of making you grateful so that you are able to see things differently than you saw them before. If you've ever had loss in your life of, of a home or a car or a job, the next time you get any of those things, guess what? Your mind interprets it as, wow, this is something I can be thankful for because I know what it's like to lose these things. And now that I have them back, boy, am I grateful. So again, transforming your mind. So what are you thinking? Because what you're thinking is having an impact on your ability to be grateful. I, I know one of the things that is um, probably one of my pet peeves, if you will, is an entitlement mentality. Like somebody owes you, right, something. Somebody owes you uh, something. And the truth of the matter is, no, you, you're not owed anything. So when you walk around with that chip on your shoulder that you are entitled to this, and then when you don't get it, of course, then you're upset. Then that changes your ability to be grateful because you think that it's something somebody owes you when in actuality, you, you ought to be thankful for what you have. <laughs> so um, that's one thing. And then the other thing that I thought about when you, when you talked about um, being grateful uh, is the fact that, you know, um, we have uh, um, power in our mouths. <laughs> you know, the word says life and death is in the power of your tongue. So you can frame your future with what you say out of your mouth. And so uh, our faith says, what well, I can speak those things that are not as though they were. And so even though I could have a, a relationship that is on the rocks, busted, crumbling, <laughs> you, we might not even be speaking. But in my conversation and in what I say out of my mouth, I am confessing that what that 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 one day in the future, that relationship is going to turn around and God's going to heal that relationship. I'm going to do my part 
to help that relationship be restored. But because of my faith, I am able to say, even though it's not the way I want it right now, it's going to get there. Because why? Because I have the power to say it. And when I say it, it gives me something um, to focus my faith on. If I were negative, you know, a Debbie Downer, always had something bad to say, always critical, always seeing something wrong, then guess what? That's what's going to take over my ability to be grateful. But when I know that I have this and this is just the beginning, this isn't the end, and that after this comes some more good stuff that I can expect to see in my life, then, then I can begin to be thankful and what? Celebrate what I have. That's, that's the attitude of gratitude, to celebrate what you have right now. That is so good. And when you talk about even repairing, you know, being grateful for what you have while you're working on everything else. It may not be the best. You may not have mm -hmm. the best marriage. You may not have the best kids. You may not have, you know, the best friendships or relationships with family. But just being grateful for what you have and still working on, mm -hmm. you know, your relationships. I love that. That is so good. Well, you know what? Also, Dr. Uh, Juliet, well, I'm calling you Dr. Juliet. I, you know, I tell you, you know, for those of you who may not know, Pastor Juliet has been in my life for, gosh, 20 so or more years, and she's been a guest on every platform I've ever done, whether it's my the television show or radio show back in Richmond, Virginia, mm -hmm. a shout out to Richmond, Virginia, or even the radio show I have now that's out of Orlando, Florida. But um, she's always been a part of our ladies' women's chit chat that she's been a part of and just you know, I always know anytime I'm having a conference, I can always depend on you to be there and shout out to you as far as being an amazing conference speaker for those of you who are looking for conference speakers. But I, do, I just want to say really quick, I just want to say I appreciate you. Right. I'm always so supportive. I know I can always call you and you always have a good word. Okay, so I did get that out the way. But what I wanted to talk about really quick was you know, people are not grateful. I don't think they're grateful enough because they're comparing themselves and they're comparing what other people have. And, you know, that's been on my mind. I, you know, just in the last couple of weeks, that has just been so much. This God has just been giving me so much on that to stop comparing ourselves. We're not grateful, you know, for our marriage because we're looking at Pastor Juliet has this wonderful marriage and you have no idea what's going on in Pastor Juliet's life. You know, oh, she just looks so fabulous. But behind the, you know, the glam, what's going on in her life? And so just use you as an example. But um, I think we're not, you know, we need to be grateful for what we have because we don't know what other people are dealing with. You look at um, our new thing that just came out this past week that um, Bill and Melinda Gates, he's mm -hmm. one of the richest people in the world. In the world. You know, mm -hmm. and so, you know, they have so much money, but money couldn't save their marriage. So you're looking at, oh, they have so much money. Oh, they're so lucky. But apparently, they were not happy in their marriage and they have enough money to have a counselor follow them around the house and <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> to do everything for you. So we know mm -hmm. that definitely don't, don't look at somebody else's financial state and say, oh, I envy them, you know, because you don't know what that money has done to them. They look at the lottery winners who most of them are, are miserable and, and have horrible lives, you know, and you're thinking, oh, that's going to change my life. Mm -hmm. No, 
it's not be grateful for where you're at and what you have. So if anything else comes to you, then that makes you even more grateful. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is this is the number one. I think issue of this day and of this generation is the, 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 the detriment that comes from comparison. And I think it stems from the fact that, you know what, we're on social media. And of course, what we're looking at the pictures, we're, we're hearing the stories We're you know, we're on TikTok and we're on all these platforms and people are showing us what, what I call the highlight reel of their lives. You don't know what else is going on behind the scenes, but what they show you is, is don't, it's not deep. What they show you is what they want you to see. And so if you're basing your assessment of their lives on what you see on social media, you are indeed only getting a fraction of the truth. And so with, with that, I say to you that comparison is the number one enemy to gratitude. Because if you're looking at what someone else has, obviously, with 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 envy, you're looking at what someone else has, then then that's automatically going to shed a negative light on what you have. So here's how we got to deal with that. What I have is is what I'm grateful for. Now, how can I work what I have so that it um, gets me, you know, the return and, and that I can begin to tap into my purpose? Uh oh. Uh -oh. That's a whole, whole nother show. Right, right. Why? Because what I, what you're saying is what he put in me is is authentic enough and important enough that he put it in me. Then that means that that you have the opportunity then to use what he put in you to be able to build on that and create something great. But if your disposition is one of comparison, um, then what, you, you know, you're trying to be somebody else and that, that person is already taken. <laughs> so what I also say to people is be yourself because everyone else is taken. So what's authentic about you? What has he put in you? What is it that you bring to the table? And then let's focus on that. But that whole comparison spirit is awful. And guess where it is? It's, it's even in the church. In the church. So watching social media now and looking at that and saying, Mm, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. Well, you know what? Or I wish I could sing like that or I wish I could preach like that. But guess what? What about what he gave you? That That's a lack of gratitude, right? Because what he gave you was important enough that you should be willing to build and work that. I think comparison is like the shortcut. That's right. Absolutely. Well, our, time, our time is ticking. It's going by so fast. I'm watching the clock over here. We only have a couple more minutes. But um, tell us really quick about even keeping a, a grateful journal, how important that is. Yes, yes. Journaling is so important. It gives you the ability to record um, not only your thoughts and where you are, your disposition, but to write down the things that you have to be thankful for. So a grateful journal is just a, a compilation of things that you're grateful for. But if you make it a discipline every day to write down the things that you're grateful for, you would be surprised on the days when you're not doing so well, you can go back and look at your grateful journal and see reasons to give God thanks uh, to be grateful. And so I think a grateful journal is a great exercise in making sure you keep your heart in the right place. Cause that's what we're really talking about. We're talking about the condition of your heart. 
It is so good. And just keep it beside your bed. It just, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be a fancy journal. Just find something to write on and just that you can keep. So we only have about a minute and a half left. You can close us out by encouraging our people about being grateful. Yes, absolutely. Listen, we just want you to know today that every one of us has a reason to be thankful, to be grateful. And that that literally will give you um, at the cellular level an ability to literally be encouraged. You'll actually feel better when you are grateful. And so begin each day with thanksgiving and gratefulness. The last thing I wanna tell you is that, think about it from this vantage point. All the people who said you wouldn't make it, all the people who had counted you out, your success ratio is 100%. Because why? Because you're still here. And that alone is reason to be thankful. Use that as your launching pad and set the tone for the rest of your day. I love that. Wow, this has been so good. I can't believe how fast we went by. So you have to definitely come back. And there were so many different things. I mean, I actually wrote down a couple of topics that we can cover next time. It was so many different things that came out of this. But just encouraging everyone to know the power of gratefulness will change your life. So thank you, Pastor Juliet, for being on our show today. Conversations with Dr. Harriet. Um, her information is on the ticker. Make sure to reach out to her on Facebook, on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, and, uh, and just let her know what you thought about today's show. And if you have a question, she'd be more than happy to answer. So thank you again, Pastor Juliet. We love you. Awesome. And we love your family. Praying for God's blessings over your life. Thank you. It was good to be here. Thank you again. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see everybody next time. Conversations with Dr. Harriet right here on the Power Network. Thank you. Bye.